Just trust me, okay? This is Michael, and tonight we are here with a very special, kind of random panel. The fabulous Nikita is back. Hello, Nikita. Yes, he is. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, my goodness. It was way too long. <laughs> um, our other two <laughs> regular panelists are not here unexpectedly, so we will see them next week. And in place, we have our planned guest. I'm so glad that she was able to maintain her vaccination went smoothly, and she is still here, and she is still thriving and surviving with AJ, the lovely Madeline Phillip. Hello. Hey, hey. And, of course... Jay Money. Hey, hey, hey. So he pops in and out randomly. And I think that, from what I understand, you're going to be actually um, out of town starting at some point next week. Is that right? Or when? Um, so the reactor on my ship keeps like having issues before we even take off. So as of now, they made it the 12th. But it was oh, supposed okay. to be today. And then you'll be gone for how long? So we were supposed to leave since February. So what they're doing is they're trying to take away all the ports that we would have had till our deployment and kind of condense it. So now they're saying that we're going to be stuck for two, three months on the ship. But oh, considering wow. that the reactor keeps doing that and we're not out yet, I would just imagine how it goes when we go out. So, fake travels. I well, I think the short way to what I'm getting to next is thanks for your service, sir. Thank so. you for your support. <laughs> So let's go ahead and get right into it. We are here for entertainment panel. This is going to be part one. So the actual first part we're going to touch on came from Nikita, which is Lindsay Lohan's father was arrested because that family is so fabulous, arrested for allegedly bringing addicts to treatment programs in exchange for money. So he sounds like he has a really big heart. I don't know why this is such a big problem. What are your thoughts, Nikita? <laughs> I swear he would just drop his daughter off in Russia if he got paid enough. <laughs> so. Reminds me of some more. <laughs> Is it wasn't he on the show with the mom cutting up girl on that uh, show back then? What was it called? I don't even remember. But when they were fighting, it that family is so sad. Yeah, I feel really a, bad. Yeah. I just want you know what I really want is I want Lindsay Lohan to just make a comeback. I had such high hopes for like, her. Like, can a we child. get like three movies, one Golden Globe, and then she can go away? But what happened to her club and everything? To her what? Oh, I don't even know. She was is doing that still there. N- um, I don't believe so, but I think that she's doing. So the last I heard, she was out in the West End in London, and she was doing some musical work. And <laughs> <laughs> hold it back. I'm going to say that those are laughters <laughs> out of tears. He's feeling really emotional right now. But we're just hoping that she might maybe. Hot. Yeah, she's, okay. she's redheaded and tragic. So we're going to go ahead and move forward. So... The next item that's up is a Virginia man was shot 10 times by police after officers gave him a ride home, then returned for a 911 call. So, did you guys hear about this at all? So, I was reading and I was just trying to figure out where this fucking situation went wrong because it's just saying that they shot him in this not like you know i read that they um responded to a domestic disturbance okay um obviously he was trying to get in um get in to get his keys but the police said that why is he trying to get his keys when his car broke down so but that was before they dropped him off where he was going and i'm just trying to figure out why was he shot 
in 10 times. I I, I was reading this the story. Is the literal quote, the literal quote from, I guess, the brother that was there. The officer just started shooting at him for no reason. I didn't hear a warning shot. All I heard was hands up one time, and all he had was his phone. So I know he put his hands up. And then the, that was the victim's brother, Tasman Brown, that said this. So... <laughs> so, it doesn't sound good. I might have had it switched up. The the, the he might have been knocking on the door after the fact they took him home because I know the nine one one call. He was arguing with his brother, and they say that somewhere in there he said that he would shoot him. Sib- he would shoot the brother. Siblings told the station that the incident began around two thirty a.m. on Wednesday morning when the shooting victim's car broke down at a gas station. A police deputy who is white, of course, they have to bring up everyone's race, gave Brown a ride to his home and assured his siblings that he wasn't in any trouble. However, the same deputy returned later after Brown placed a nine one one call about a domestic disturbance. The officer then ended up shooting him multiple times outside the home. So. It- the thing that really is just disturbing about all of this is you don't really necessarily know the heart of the matter, rather the crux of it, because everything is so focused on, like, race and semantics and all of this. We don't really, like you said, you read the whole thing and you don't even know what happened. Yeah. So it's like, like, we know there was white people there and black people there. And there was gunshots. And that's the end of what we know. So well, that's how they get the people talking. You know, get the people routed up. Oh, this white, another white officer shot another black man. And that's how they get the people talking. But y'all not giving any information. No. And so I feel like that's the point of articles like this is, can we get back to a place where maybe it's like, person A did this, person B reacted with this, they happened to be an officer, and this is what transpired. The end. It just doesn't surprise me anymore. It's like... So, on to the next. Where's my tax refund? Americans face delays as IRS holds nearly $30 million in tax returns for manual processing. So, this is interesting because this is something that I heard. So, I don't know if you guys were a part of this the first go-round. I believe some of us at the table, but maybe not, were not eligible the first time? Or were you eligible the first time? For what? For the tax money that came through the first time? Oh, Oh, no, you know. The the, the relief money? Yeah. I got it. Okay, so the way that it was working was that um, apparently, however you filed previously, they were going off of that. And I had filed through, um, I forget, the free, what's it called? The free tax processing place. I did that online, whatever that was. (laughs) And their whole system had messed up the bank account routing numbers. So all of us were on hold, and then two weeks later, all of our money went through. But I heard from a couple other people that they're all waiting on paper checks. Have you guys run into this at all? No, I got I all of mine. Any. I got all of mine. Like, what did you besides say? Besides the last one, I didn't get right shit. Away. Oh, she's <laughs> she's like, I didn't get shit. No, I, I think uh, what you run into is how you filed. Um, yes, and then if you had any errors and stuff like that, um, if you put the wrong address on there, you had the wrong bank account. Um, so I think those those are mainly the the hold up. I think um, as far as all the people I know, as long as you filed correctly, you, you probably already received well, the money. What I don't understand is so I filed, I e filed um, both years. My first two came right away with the first group uh, um, via direct deposit, but my third one came check in check form. Right. And I didn't understand that. I'm like, why did it come as check form? That's, they have my routing and account number. That's the kind of processing I'm talking about that is just so bizarre. It was like. They always got some shit. <laughs> well, I knew on the third yeah. one they had a. They had like a error or something in their system where mm-hmm. they lost a lot of that information. Um, and so they were just scrambling. And then they also sent a lot of the money to the wrong accounts at one point. 
And so they had to get it back and then resend it out. Oh, yeah, because they I sent that. that person out like $100 million. Yeah, so some guy got like $100 million one day and then it got taken away the next day. Well, and I know now for taxes that people filed early, they were holding it because they were saying they weren't even going to start uh, processing tax returns until like a much later date. Like you used to be able to in previous years start filing, I think by in January or February, and then you could expect to get it sooner than others. But now they were saying that they weren't going to start filing or processing them until I think it was like the second week in February. And do you remember hearing that? Oh yeah, because they didn't start really um, doing the taxes until February twelfth. I think it was. That's they okay. Releasing them. Yes, but yes. this time was a mess. This third time was a mess because they were letting creditors take your money. They were uh, taking people's tax money. They were doing anything to get that money back. Right. This third time. Now, the other issue that they're running into that I remember hearing a little bit about is the IRS is, like, severely, like, underemployed. So oh. so instead of having... <laughs> we just talked yeah, about exactly. that. So instead of having, let's say, I don't know how many, how many employees they normally have, but let's say 20,000 employees. Now they have, like, 10,000 employees doing all the same stuff. And then on the back end, remember, there's still people that do tax fraud. So they're still trying to catch, like, the people that are doing some, some stuff that they shouldn't. And the people don't own PPP loans. Yeah, exactly. And they I know a couple people down. that have done that, but um, it works down. out. So now with changing times, as if COVID wasn't enough, and then, like, I was just talking about in our previous segment with Madeline about, you know, what's going on with, um, you know, all the stuff that happened with Floyd and all this, that Black Lives Matter movement, and then we started having a lot of different, um, however you want to say it, like, people were getting together, whether it was productive or not productive, whatnot. Now, apparently, Disney is being accused that wokeness is ruining favorite attractions. So disgruntled fan blasts Disney World for changing rides, says wokeness is ruining his favorite attractions hollywood response so apparently and i don't know if you guys heard this but like it's a small world after all that famous ride and a couple of the other ones i know that a lot of we were talking about this earlier when the show first launched about dr seuss books then we were talking about different cartoon characters uh looney tunes uh certain episodes or or pieces from certain times were being pulled now apparently disney's having to go and revise their rides have you guys heard of any of this Ooh, child, these people find something to complain about every week. It's just like, oh my God. And since um, all of the news continues, we've already released it on our Instagram, justtrustme.ok. We've introduced you to the fabulous Nikita, who just so happens to be black. So I think it's so funny because we're reading these articles and it's like they all talk about so white person says this black person did this white person this that. So it's like right now we have a very diverse portfolio in this very room. We, (laughs) I'm not, I am not repeating that. So we have white privilege queen Elizabeth over here. We have. Fresh from Germany, eons ago, fabulous Madeline. Oh, I love her accent. I'm closet Mexican because I look white. <laughs> you are black, fresh off the boat. <laughs> no, darkest night. No Boy, you fresh out of the fields. I'm fresh off the boat. And Jay, what is your background? Uh, I guess I'm straight over the border. So. Exactly. See, Mexican, and you're Mexican too as well. Yep, so I'm a Mexican, and then my dad's Irish, so I got a little bit mixed there. Yeah, Yeah. so all I can say is I continue to just be, I don't know, um, and and then this whole term, woke, are you woke? Are you woke? Uh, It it catches me off guard. Um, I know that one of us at this table works for some people that like to consider themselves woke. Um, What do you guys think of even the term woke? What is your thought process there? 
Are you? Do you all feel woke? To be honest, this is the first time I'm even hearing this. <laughs> so, like, oh, so, so in a box. Oh she's been busy running three stores. Well, okay, yeah, I get it. Stay away from social media, honey. Yeah, That's I, a good I, thing. I don't do social it's media. It's a good so. thing that you haven't, that you don't be in that mix because I'm going to tell you I'm woke. But my sanity and my peace comes first. Getting wrapped up in that shit, because I remember when the George Floyd shit first happened, I was on a rampage. And, like, I could watch certain shows. Like, I was watching this show called Them, and that show even kind of, like, I had to... Well, talking about Them, we're going to go ahead and take our first break real quick and let everyone think about, how woke are you? Welcome back. So we were just talking about how woke you are. J-Money, what does woke mean officially? So woke is the past sense of wake. It is alert (laughs) injustice in society, especially racism. When I was thinking about it, like I'm I'm getting getting closer to my 30s now. So a lot of the things, I I know what they mean. And I just kind of take the context clues. And I know it's the injustice in societies. And I think... Just growing up, um, you know, Hispanic, um, in a city that's very, very, um, how do you call it? Like, we're very separated. Yeah, segregated. Yeah, Yeah. we're very segregated, like, by, like, you know, like, in Chicago, like, this street to this street, it's Latin people. This street to this street, it's black people. This street to this street, it's white people. This street to this street, it's, like, Polish people. Like, it's very specific to what you are um, and where you're going to be. I think maybe I just got this wokeness from, from how I grew up. Um, and I would see, you know, the social injustices or how certain people would treat me differently. Um, and I think I, I just, like uh, Nicole kind of touched on, it, it's just mainly staying, not getting in, involved in that and kind of trying to see the good in people yeah. and find the people that um, don't look at you a different way or treat mm-hmm. you a different way because of how you are, who you are, what you want to do or where you want to go. Um, and instead support you and, and stuff like that. So, Nikita, so, yeah. what does that mean to you, and, wokeness? And being woke to me is just an awareness. An yes, awareness I agree with that. what is going on around me. Because let me tell you, every, though every, and, and honestly, a lot of these things weren't clear to me until I like got sober and I started hanging around predominantly white, white people. people. <laughs> and I started catching on to different things. And I'm like, you know, but if I wasn't woke, I would not have caught on to those things. Not saying that I think that everybody is white. Every white person is racist. I don't. Uh, there's you a lot did of racial, at one point. There's a, yes, <laughs> I had a fucking red beam on them all. You know what I'm saying? I did. And it was because I was allowing the media to, to fucking brainwash me and to get into my head. I have met good white people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people who, you know, even though they have racial tendencies, it's not because they hate black people it's because they aren't educated they're, they're ignorant that way. and you have to and i know that a few of them have learned from being around me you know what i'm saying you have because some of them don't know they know what they were raised to be like what they seen when they were growing up what was instilled in them you know and that's all they see just like i, I was you know all i knew was what i grew up seeing 
I didn't know. I didn't have no idea of all this privilege shit that I'm around now. You know what I'm saying? Well, but I was able to learn. Well, and apparently what they're talking about in this scenario specifically, and I guess, I mean, I don't know. To me, it doesn't sound that ridiculous. I guess Disney has decided to put out an edict that, okay, now staffers can show tattoos. They used to not be able to. And on certain rides, there were songs that kind of had like seemingly racial undertones clearly they weren't overt which is why they've been there this whole time but they're just i guess more insensitive so they've just removed them so now instead of keeping those um other people who are coming and have been going there for eons are seeing these differences and that's why they're saying wokeness is ruining the ride so number or the experience to disney so number one madeline do you feel woke now (laughs) (laughs) honestly I'm getting tired of the er, just everybody complaining about everything. Yes. What I do feel like is that times have changed. Yes. And a lot of, you know, songs, books, you know, because I know they had the Dr. Seuss situation. A lot of that stuff did, you know, probably have some sort of uh, racial, you know. Um, undertones. Undertones. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think that we with with everything we need to evolve. So if those songs were, um, and and I hate to say this because everything offends everybody, but if those songs were offensive to a certain race, then I do think that maybe change the song to right. something maybe more fun. And Disney World, you know what I'm saying, should be child friendly. You know what I'm saying, right? So it. it I mean, I'm okay with them fucking changing the song or taking it off. But at the same time, I feel like, oh my God, like you're fighting a fucking, a fight that you, you know. You're never going to win. Yeah. it's like There's always going to be something. And it's just interesting to me because I think we're kind of getting to that place where like what you're talking about is that, you know, when is enough going to be enough and is it ever? And the answer is no. So we just have to keep getting, we need to get to some point of neutrality where we can all just coexist. Are we going to have to like reconstruct the whole fucking country? Yes. Like, (laughs) I I don't know. Well, Disney came from Roy O. Disney in 1928 was his first story. And surprise, he's a British man, you know, like surprise. So, you know, it's, it's like, that's what they grew up in at that age. Age and like mm-hmm. that's how it was. So if you go back and like I watch Tom and Jerry episodes and I'm like, oh snap, I didn't catch that the first time. There's a lot of like <laughs> no, sexual absolutely. references. There's absolutely. a lot of like things as a kid, like I didn't get that. And now I'm like, oh man, that's totally inappropriate. Absolutely. You yeah. Know? But I do. But what are you gonna do? You're gonna change all the, the things that we all grew up on? Like, how sensitive is the next generation gonna be, you know, where they can't say anything or if they say something they're immediately like their whole life is ruined? Yeah. I don't I don't think that's Cause right. see now they're doing the thing like with Disney Channel and the cartoons now, they're uh uh it's they're including thing uh scenes, you know, things about the LGBT yes. and stuff like that. And the people are mad about it, you know? So it is like every generation is going to be mad about something, yeah. you know, but it doesn't just because, and I'm saying this just because I think that people are just fucking complaining every fucking week about something new. Doesn't mean I don't think that maybe it is something wrong with it. You know right. what I'm saying? I just feel like I'm not finna make this whole big ass, like I cannot change the world right. or fucking racism. I it's going to take time. So does that mean Archie and Jughead were lovers? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god, I wish. I was gonna say I if you watch it. if you watch Riverdale, I think that everyone is kind of secretly hoping something to that effect <laughs> oh, is about to happen. Oh my god. Um uh, next up, does anyone at this table know of or like an artist named Usher? Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. So apparently like... he's got a residency that is coming to Las Vegas because, well, I guess that's where he's at in his career. And what's going on is he has um, Ush Bucks. Now, the Ush Bucks were supposed to be a promotional tool to go ahead and just showcase that he was going to be performing at Caesars Palace. And... I guess he was giving it to strippers. Yes, girl. And so go ahead. What did you hear? <laughs> I already can hear the girl. talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, the funniest shit. Oh, my God. So this is kind of off topic, but the funniest shit, like my, one of my cousins uploaded a picture the other day with like $30,000. Mm-hmm. And I thought the shit was real. But right. then it started going viral and the people were saying he got those, uh, er, them, usher, them usher bucks. Right. Like everywhere, because it was fake money. I didn't know it was fake money. Well, and in the picture that they show, it looks pretty like real, real if you're looking money, at it, it but yeah, it's not. He got too much money to be throwing fake uh, so, um, bucks, girl. Well, yes. And so it just says that basically it was a huge publicity stunt gone wrong. Um, he's, you know, so he's going to be promote. he's going to be you, working there now. So I, he's going to be performing. What do you think? Would you go to a show? Absolutely! Oh my God, um, Usher <laughs> is really important to uh, to the culture, girl, and w- and that's why I hate that the last couple years that he's been in the spotlight, it's been for negative things. So then it was for that last time. It was wasn't he giving everyone STDs at one point? Or yeah. some shit. He was messing with a real big girl. <laughs> yeah, it's like girl. I like that it was a really big girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wasn't he also supposed to have been running around the streets on the low as well? Girl, who is it? But I just, <laughs> I, I just, I hate that because Usher, oh my God, Usher in the 90s, bitch. What? He was fine and he still is fine. He made good ass music. Yes. So I, I really want him to come out with one more album and then I guess he can do like I was telling for a lot of these other ones. You can sit down then well, after that. He's going to be a resident in, in Vegas. Yeah. And and uh, just, I don't know if people know this, but like Dogcoin that's blowing up right now, it had no value originally. Like it's, it was made as an e currency that's a joke. So if, he, if you can actually use that money in his, in his you know, in his residency, I feel like maybe he can make it legitimate. Like, you could use it in his business. Make you know? his money his actual money. Like, yeah, currency. you can trade in whatever for however many ush bucks. God, I hope we're not coming to that. <laughs> I mean, we created that, so I guess we can have just trust me, okay, money. So, right. Coming soon. <laughs> coming soon to a store near you. Either. It'll it'll soon be at the C La Vie stores. <laughs> so, <laughs> exclusively. She won't accept it for her items, though. Queen Elizabeth on the $100 bill. Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach vegan spot Bumbling Bee to appear on ABC's Shark Tank this week. Has anyone even heard of this store? No, but congratulations. I know. I love it whenever somebody local succeeds. Madeline, would you ever consider taking your business onto Shark Tank to expand it to get some extra money from Mr. Cuban? I would be too fucking scared to be on that show. It's <laughs> like sharks on there. No, no, no. Yes, there's always a lot to deal with on there. We're going to go ahead and take another break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Let's go. Welcome back. 
So what were we talking about? Nobody cares because the next item up is Sean <laughs> Mendez. So Sean Mendez, sorry, bumbling bee. Uh, Sean Mendez teases fans with shirtless selfies, and as he launches a brand new fans only page, no, I'm just kidding. But it's <laughs> like Nikita would be on it. It's, girl, yes, honey. Where's my credit card? Yeah, um, <laughs> it's only three hundred dollars a month. I, it's so crazy. Like I've been feeling the. the same way about him since like 2015 2016 when he first you know around when he first started making music he was a little young but i love him and i still love him the same because he's not just hot that's a pretty good picture of him and tall and scrumptious looking but he's talented and he's <laughs> it's like he was saying you right out of your underwear okay so i think some people are split i think for madeline he's a little too skinny no he's too young he looks so oh. young he looks like a little boy oh he's like God. um he's like six foot yes, seven he is six foot something yeah. Girl. Yeah. yes and camilla needs to sit down yes <laughs> camilla she caballo stop it she can go yes <laughs> although she is the new disney princess so whatever oh God. it's pissing me off as well but anyways She's um so i think he's smart his publicist knows what works his management knows what works mm-hmm. and he actually is talented yeah he knows what he's doing uh, he, they had a fabulous performance where it was like so hot everybody was like are they about to just break down on the stage yeah it was it was pretty heated. So okay, what I think is good though, this is a good counter story to this. So everyone's familiar with none other than Nick Jonas, who is notorious for all of a sudden like dorky, awkward, whatever, to shirtless, ripped, and gorgeous. So the Jonas brothers have kind of like revamped themselves. It's a trio, blah blah blah. But did anybody know they have another brother? No. And apparently his name is the bonus Jonas. <laughs> so, I would have been over that girl. <laughs> so Frankie Jonas says he hated being called bonus Jonas. I was the joke. So unfortunately for he him, joined the, band. the genetics weren't as kind. But, oh my uh, <laughs> but oh my God. at first, now right. he's showing pictures. Right. And now... He is not the joke anymore is what he's believing. Uh, so apparently a lot of the like couture fashion people are thinking that he's got a really nice Euro look. Uh, so Liz is over there getting wet. So yes, I I mean, whatever, whatever works. Oh, be quiet. She left a snail trail there last night. So he's but like the Rob of the Kardashians. My, as, uh, like my judgments of like white men aren't really that harsh. Like, I don't know. I don't be. I don't know. I think he's okay. I never knew he existed. He's but he's, so he's like the Rob of the Car- <laughs> he, He's like the Rob of the Kardashians. Like you're just famous no. for no reason and you're rich for no reason. Well, like, cool. no. Congratulations. Rob, people knew him from the show at Let least. See that Nobody knew Frankie Jonas. Oh, I already moved on, as the rest of America has too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he. Okay. Over it. <laughs> have any of you heard of J Lo and the fact that she kind of seems to have an issue? Doing what, Nikita? Keeping a damn man. Okay, so <laughs> how do you think J-Lo's ex-husband, Mark Anthony, reportedly responded to her breakup with A-Rod? My first thought was... Not surprised. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can barely keep that bitch, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to know if it's her or it's them. <laughs> but I think I already know the answer. Okay, so what do you think it is? Girl, it, look, who's the common denominator? Um, I think her name is Lopez. <laughs> she just can't keep a man. And I thought he was the one girl. Yes. I really thought he was the one. I loved him for her. He seemed very mature. He didn't really like to be in the spotlight like she do. Um, you know, I feel like he kind of toned her down. But 
you know? Well, okay, so Mark Anthony is not an idiot because they have kids together. So he's going to be like, I'm going to think on that for a minute. So there was a statement that was released. Jennifer makes it a point to have cordial relationships, especially with Mark, since he is the father of her children. Jennifer and Mark have a friendship and are supportive of each other, whether it comes to parenting, personal matters, or their careers. They have each other's backs. Isn't that so fucking nice? I'm like, come on, we want some reality with that. I just want to be clear that I was just talking about the 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 ex boyfriend and not Mark. <laughs> oh, A Rod. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. No. I no. Think no. He was good for her. <laughs> I thought he was too. That seemed yeah. like a match made in heaven. Yeah, but he's a cheater. So we well, do. yeah. So what did you hear about <laughs> that, always, Madeline? That's always the case. All men cheat. So yeah, I mean, it's not really shocking. I think it was a whole thing that happened where she saw text messages or something like that. Did you hear oh, about I'm that? I'm sure he's doing a lot of shit. Yes. <laughs> he's so, hot, so. He is hot, but I mean, I don't know. I I just feel like it wasn't really that surprising, but I I don't know. At that level I just of feel like of fame, why would you want to cheat on J Lo? I don't know. It's like cheating on Beyonce. It's like I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's what it says here. Allegedly, the fear that A-Rod might cheat or had a wandering eye was too much for her. So it she report, reportedly initiated the final split. The third party supposedly involved Madison LaCroix of Southern Charm fame only said that she wishes them the best. So first of all, that girl's um, management team did a bang-up job because nobody knew who the fuck Madison LaCroix was until <laughs> right this second. So <laughs> I think that's good. At least they're talking about her. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was a joint thing. I feel like J Lo's probably just gonna be alone until the end. Pretty much alone and hot. Yeah, and alone. That's all, and that's all right. She got the money. She can pay for her little houseboy or something. <laughs> Anytime she wants. Multiple get it, little you know? houseboys. Didn't she have that little boy Casper? Wasn't that hers? One of her little backup dancers. She oh, needs to maybe stick with that. Was it? Oh, that was her. I yeah, it was Mariah Carey. <laughs> But she dating her dancer, too, so I don't know. Yes, I think that's what you need. It's like, well, you're on the road with me all the time, yeah. so you're going to be my boyfriend for the year. Yeah, you yeah but who is she going to date? She's you said what? so hot. Who is she going to date? Like She it's don't like, need to date. That's all, You the, know, she get her little boy toy, have fun here and there. She's beautiful. She's, I'll say talented, but right. she's beautiful. She's rich. <laughs> so, you know, I just, mm, it is what it is. So, next up, we're going to talk about 3600 in new stimulus checks is on the way. Here's when you'll start getting it. Did you read this article, J-Money? I did not. Not yet. Okay, so so here's the deal. Anyone who's been following the political dynamics around the possibility of new stimulus checks to deal with the ongoing financial effects of the COVID pandemic by now probably understands how unlikely we are to get another stimulus check in the near future. Republicans tried hard to keep the last stimulus checks from coming to fruition, and the fact that President Biden, as well as White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, haven't said anything about a fourth round of stimulus payments certainly doesn't bode well for anyone hoping for another check. So the thought process here, I believe it was on our business segment last week. So plug to that. There's um, two episodes of that with Colin McDowell, and we also talked about real estate too, so check them out. He actually brought up a good point, which is once a country, a government, a whatever, and he, I think, phrased it in the format of like parents giving their kids money or whatever. Once you start bailing people out, it's hard to wean them back onto being self-reliant. So what are your thoughts here, Roundtable? Well, the way that I'm reading it, they actually are increasing the child tax credit from 1000 to 6000 for single parents and then 12000 for... Um, married folks and then in addition to doing that they're also doing 
the 3600 for parents. And uh, the idea behind it is essentially making sure that not only the wealthy can have families, um, which in one sense it makes sense, but on the other sense it's like, okay, so you're, you're endorsing a bunch of people just having kids so they can get extra money. That's So Lizzo, what are your thoughts here? Well, the child tax credit works in a kind of a unique way is that you just don't pay taxes. It's not like a tax deduction. It's a you don't pay that many taxes right. on this. Let me get down. Yes. Uh, and uh, so it gets phased out the more money you make. Uh, and it's I've, I get to file for child tax credit. I didn't get any of the second and third round stimulus money because of, not all royalty because of some choices I made last year, and I took out some retirement because I needed to live. Uh, and so I'm hoping I'll get this on the back end when I file my 2021 taxes, which I will have a lot less income. But we will see. It's very exciting stuff, though. But the stimulus money is an interesting thing because it's not enough money for anybody to live off of for a substantial time. It's just to juice up the economy. Yeah, and I think it was this last round that people really were actually using it for the right things. Um, Apparently what it was showing was, and I don't know how exactly they were tracking it, but the news reports were saying that the first rounds were, of course, going to miscellaneous bullshit. And that finally people, well, finally people were getting to the point where they were wearing out their welcome of wherever with whatever. So they were actually having to spend it on food, rent, et cetera, on bills. I mean, either way, the money going back into the economy. That's the biggest part right there. Yeah, but it goes back at the economy in a smaller value. I think we're going to see possibly inflation. And a market crash. Potentially, yes. How soon soon would you say that, Jay? Um... So what I was reading and listening to a couple of different podcasts about uh, what's going on is essentially probably the next three to six months. And I'll tell you just like for my portfolio within stocks, it's, it's dropped at least like yeah, it went from like 3000 to 1000 and it was flying down. And just for the last week, it finally started going up again a little bit. But um, when you just look at like like the whole economy as a whole. Um, I think it was like 38,000 and it's never been like that in history. Like the highest it ever was, was like 28,000. Um, and, so. and see, don't forget, there's no place to really put your money other than in the stock market. So it's going to overinflate the stocks because savings accounts aren't paying anything right now because there's, they've got the, uh, federal rate has been whacked to almost nothing. And like you're getting like 0.005% interest rates on savings accounts. So nobody saves money anymore. Yeah. Lovely. And then the other the other thing that, that goes into that market crash is a lot of the, the big hedge funds that had the money um, with the social media like booming uh, GameStop and all these companies that really don't deserve their stock to be that high. There's a reason why there's a value. You know, they have to make money. If you make these company, like billion dollar companies go corrupt – there's no backing in the American system at that point. So, um, so uh, yeah, well, isn't it crazy to think that the government just continued to pump out all this money? I was thinking the same thing where it's like the money is going back into the economy. So isn't that what the end goal was, was to kind of beef up the economy? I think that was true. But the end result, too, is I know that like locally the power companies even saying like, yes, you're not having to necessarily pay right now. But as soon as you do. It's going to have stacked up well, against you. Where the you. hell is the money coming from? They can print and it. That's the main issue. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm they're like, printing. How the fuck can we <laughs> okay, they but, print money. But they the print last money. time we had a recession, they didn't right. even print. They're printing twice as much right now as when last, mm-hmm. what was it, 2008? 
Yeah. So this thing is going to be bad, and it's going to hit us. Yeah. Bad. If they're printing and money, it makes it. you question like everything else. We, yeah. Like how the fuck are we? Well, and what was money? interesting was there was a picture that I was just looking at, and some people are saying this is inflation. Some people are saying too, it has a lot to do with this that the cost to basically, and this is just for something as simple as putting on a deck. The cost for putting on like a two hundred square foot deck a year ago was like a thousand, twelve hundred dollars, something like that. Now it's almost three thousand, four thousand dollars because you can't even ma- get the supplies. Right, <laughs> right. So it's like that's that's where things are headed. And look, Wendy's costs ten dollars now to go even go eat there. It used to just cost six dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. girl, you must never heard about the four for four. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, just remember when you go to Wendy's and we tell you what to order, Liz. Just trust me, okay? Thanks. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 